last time on Save the D8. There's just something about the air here. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> yeah, Giddy, Giddy's sounding pretty shitty today. That man died from crow poisoning. Coincidentally, I was born from crow poisoning. Uh, Bryce, I forgot to tell you, they don't like backstories, so whatever you do, do not bring that up at all. Alright, alright, let's get fucking serious with this. Are they done hitting me? For, For this turn, yeah. Someday I'll learn how my basic spells work. Someday I'll learn, but it's not today. We could really be best friends if all five of us were spliced together. It is canonical to the land that I come from that our, that teleportation is illegal because of that exact splicing problem. I was being in character, and I don't feel like I should be punished for that. Don't roll in that one. So, you all charter a small horse-drawn cart, taking you out to the um, mine, where it takes about an hour and a half via by cart. And that's how Simon Chad made that tea house, the cat in the kettle. Isn't that an amazing story? It really isn't. Oh. Do you want me to retell it with more embellishment? No. I can only no, tell I'm this just, story so many times. I'm yes. just surprised I, that cat I didn't get true. burnt more than it did. <laughs> <laughs> just to let you know, as you've been traveling along through most of the land, as you've been riding towards the mines, you'll see it's mostly made up of like a, a large urban uh, half farm, half small garden set up for most homes for people. Well, that's really nice. Yeah, it is very much like set up of like a cookie cutter. I can't think of what the name of it is right now um, for what is it? In between the city and urban life. Suburbs. Suburbs. Thank you. Suburban. Thank you. It is very much a suburban like area of cookie cutter homes that uh, people stylize to their own liking since HOAs are illegal here in the Middleverse because fuck HOAs. <laughs> a nice place. Yeah, it is set up of uh, share some shared to private gardens that people have, um, splitting up duties in between for making their food. Once you get past these urban areas, you do end up towards the mines, which start to get a little uh, less lush with vegetation and a lot rockier. Once you arrive there, you will um, head towards one particular shaft, which you know as the address off of the slip of paper that you have there, Crow Lord, as being the entrance, and you are to find the Dame of Dirt. Hey, everybody. This is the entrance. Where to find the Dame of Dirt? You ready to plunge dirt. into the depths of the mine? Da <laughs> the Dame of, Dame of Dirt? Mm-hmm. Do y'all need a royal family for dirt over here? Yes, why not? It's the middle verse. Anything can happen. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> be who you want to be, Shelly. 
be even, who you even, want to be. Even pointless austerity is possible. <laughs> <laughs> As so, you all get off the cart, you'll start heading towards the entrance, and you'll see a uh, very old kobold. He's so old, he looks like he'll practically die at any moment. Uh, and he's waving a shaker board back and forth. And on the sign, it says, or exchange. So, you know a little more about this than than we do. Who, why, where, anything? Are you talking to me or the cobalt? I'm talking to you. You're, you're our boss here, buddy. Boss? More like best friend. Ha ha ha! Forced best friend. <laughs> yeah, there's Yikes. a power dynamic here. You're starting to figure out, but but otherwise, yeah, we are best friends. Ah uh, yes, power dynamics. Well, I don't know much about this case. I know that there was the kidnapping, and I, I'd heard of that. But I don't go much in this area. The crows don't like it, and I can't kiss them here. So it's uh, some place I try to avoid. But okay, it, and. I, I, I also I, I just want to I just want to understand our dy- dynamics here beyond the power is is how are you do you just have to watch us do you get to do you get to help in this journey it'd be fun we're all best friends it'd be weird if you just stood there right I'll help to the best of my crowbility <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty good yeah power dynamics baby <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. High five. One last hour of community service. (laughs) That's my friend. (laughs) You'll make your way all the way up towards the entrance. And above the entrance, uh, there is a sign that says the Dame of Dirt with a bugbear wielding a pickaxe. And uh, the letters look to be made out of uh, several different types of rock. And you can see the pickaxe is moving back and forth very jerkily as if there was, like, some kind of gears. It looks like the bugbear is swinging it. Are you bugbear? We're here to see the Dame of Dirt. Sorry. On the sign is a bugbear looking like it's hitting the, oh, the dirt. Oh, My <laughs> eyes are real bad. They're so sad. There are two large doors in front of you. It looks like you'd have to open them. Shelly, will you do the honors? I mean, I suppose. I don't. Why are you having us walk in first? Should we talk to this old man? This old kobold? Hey, kobold! Just to get any additional information. An old bald. (laughs) One hour less of community service. Good joke. (laughs) (laughs) We're back to paranoia again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the kobold doesn't speak. Uh, it just squints at you, coughs, <coughs> and points towards the doors. Okay. Uh, okay. Sure, sure. I will uh, just uh, swing the doors wide open. <laughs> All right. Just swinging them willy-nilly. Fine. That's okay. You open up the doors, and the interior is that of a rocky mine shaft that goes all the way down. And you can see that suspended above the mine shaft is a rickety wooden platform with a rail fence. The kobold will cough again <coughs> and points to the platform. He, do, he doesn't speak, but can, like, can, can he like write messages down? Can you write messages down? <laughs> the kobold will 
look towards your direction, not exactly at you, but just towards your direction, and uh, shake its head no. Okay. This is sad. Uh, well, um, and I, I'd, okay, so we got this rickety bridge in front of us. Uh, who's the who's the? I, I feel like Crow uh, Lord should do the honors of going across this thing first. If that's if we're just sure. going in. Hey, I'm ready. We started willy nilly, and I'll continue the silly willy billies. <laughs> The Crow Lord goes fast. All right, Crow Lord, you walk in, you step upon the rickety platform. You can see that it's suspended above by a couple of large ropes. And next to the uh, one of the rails looks to be a dial. Uh, it's showing the numbers 0 to 300 in steps of 10. There's a wooden hand that rests on the number 300. And next to the dial is a lever with three positions. Stop, slow, and fast. It is currently on stop. Do you need any help there? Yes. I may not look it, but I don't know what's going on. To, what's going on most of the time? <laughs> <laughs> These are probably levels of the mine shaft. Giddy, okay. you're so smart. Why? Why is there a hand on three hundred? Do you want to find out, Shelly? Right. We're probably going to have to. Maybe we're on level 300 right now, and then it goes down to level one. The, okay. The bridge or the, or the room we're in? I think it's. I think I uh, missaw what we're looking at, and I think it's just a platform that goes up and down. It is an elevator. Not a bridge. It is an elevator. I okay. see. Would everyone like to get on the elevator? Well, we I'm out of here. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll get on the elevator. Yeah, we'll get on the elevator. Is that nods that I'm seeing from everybody? Okay. Some of us can't talk. Yep, I know. <laughs> That's so why weird. I said I accept your nods. Um, all right. Yeah, so it's all someone has to do is hit the lever. You have three positions. Stop, slow, and fast. Okay, everybody. What do you want? Shall we roll for it? I'm assuming it's on stop at this at this moment. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Slow, please. If, slow it is. We'll see how slow it is. All right. You push the lever to slow, and the elevator begins to descend at a rate of 10 feet per second, with the hand tracking the elevation. Okay. 300, 290, 280, 270. Do we see it, like, are there any open floors we're going past? Nope, it is completely uh, straight shot down. 250, okay. 240, 230. What do you think happens on all these floors? 230. Maybe it's just depth. 200. Yeah, you know what? That's smart. 190. That's smart. 180. <clears throat> 170. I guess we'll just stop it when something opens to anywhere we can see. 690. <laughs> <laughs> Let's speed it up a little bit. No. Slow is fine. It's going pretty quick here. (laughs) No, I think you're right. And I pulled it fast. Oh, no. (laughs) You pulled it fast. You start dropping 20 feet per second. Oh, 100, 80, 60. How do you feel about that, Haven? That's not bad. 40, 20. Slow it down. Slow, slow. I need a strength check. Okay. The lever gets stuck. Guidance. Guidance. Oh, okay. Uh, Strength check, uh, 16. 
Oh, you just got it, you lucky bastard. That's right. You're able to pull it, and you stop with a jerk before suffering 2d6 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> uh, you stop 10 feet right above the uh, bottom of the shaft, and you can see that there is an opening now. The shaft itself is about 10 feet tall. So you can push it back into slow and drop all the way down. Yeah. Do it. Slow. Fast. No. <laughs> 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 the elevator comes with a soft thump and you emerge from the elevator shaft into an enormous cavern with mine shafts poking through every available surface as you make your way through you can see a small army of kobold miners are rushing back and forth uh, paying no attention to any of you towards the back of the cavern you can see a wooden office with the word proprietor above the door alright let's go talk to the proprietor as you get further in, you can see that the elevator looks like it's been powered by a boulette, caged in a large running wheel. Damn, that's sad. No, it's not. <laughs> I take it back. Not sad. <laughs> you find yourselves in front of the office door. It is closed. You'll hear a voice go, enter. In we go. Yeah, after you. You walk inside. This small office contains an oversized cedar desk, a few small chairs, and a practically empty bookshelf. There's a clay statue, still wet, that stands in the corner. It's roughly about 10 feet tall and depicts something like that of, well, Haven would probably be upset by this. Go ahead. An abyssal star creature. Many tendrils. And wh where is this? Behind him? Behind her, yes. It's a clay statue her? that's still wet. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's a, okay. Yeah, I just stiffen up. I just stiffen up. I just stop where I am. Behind this desk, you see, is a large woman with dark braided hair and stone gray skin. She looks up and her frown immediately turns to a smile and goes, Ah, are you part of the guard that's here to come and find my husband? Bingo! I'm a part of the guard, actually. And these are community service members doing some community service. Her smile will drop a bit, go, Oh, I thought that the guard would take this a little more seriously, but they did say that they've been oh. very busy. This group is very, very trusted. I trust this group with my life, maybe. They're my best friends. Ah, uh, well... How about introductions, then? My name is Brinley Silverthorn. It's nice to meet all of you. Crow Lord? Okay. And, and we're the Bad Luck Brigade. Let's oh, go. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that the name you've decided on? What I said off the top of my head. <laughs> the, bad, the Bad Luck Brigade. I can't say that that sticks. We haven't taken a vote on it yet. Uh, well, where to start? I suppose none of you have heard of the Clockwork Queen, have you? Ha have we? No, I haven't heard nobody like that. Mm. You can do a history check if you'd ah. like. Let's go. You know me, I love my history checks. It's, it's mm. going to be especially hard for you, though. Well, it's good, though. Uh, history 22. 22? Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I will say 
you might have heard a few whispers about the Clockwork Queen while in jail. You know them to be one of the foremost automaton makers in the Middleverse. They're quite known for it. Sure. But that's about as much as you know for it. Uh, sure. For you, Crow Lord, you did you roll? Or do you not, just don't know? I can roll. Yeah. Yeah, roll, bitch. I'm rolling. What is it? What's the thing? History. History. Hmm. I'm rolling. Oh, shit. Wow, good. This is 20. Damn. My mental dice is on game. <laughs> yes, as a guard, you do know quite a bit about the Clockwork Queen. You don't know their official name, but you do know that they have, there are rumors that they have been known for um, stealing equipment from other artificers and that they have been seen procuring illegal ingredients recently from that of a succubus. Um, yes, I've heard of the Clockwork Queen. Well... I can't wait to tell her that none of the rest of you know about her because, ooh, that little clockwork bitch. Oh. She used to be, we used to almost, I don't know how to say this. Oh? We were like sisters. Oh. We were partners together. I'd supply her with the very best metal for her creations. And she supplied me with a small army of clockwork miners, which I must admit were very remarkable. At some point, we got into an argument about who was supporting the other. She said that I was getting the best out of this relationship and that I should give her more of free ore to, for her stuff where I was thought that it was always equal and fair. And I believe that she just became too greedy for her own case. So for the last several years, we've been at odds with each other. We've been just kind of messing with each other innocently at first, forging order forms, playing jokes on each other's signs, you know. She went and dressed mine up to look like a cow, and I went and blew hers up, you know. Just small little jokes, funny. <laughs> at one point, I hired my... now husband Xander to assist me in industrial espionage against her. And through that knowledge, I found a secret underground entrance to her tower. And Xander used this to break in and do spying on her machinations. Over time... Do spying, yeah. Over time, me and Xander fell in love. And, and we were married. We've only been together for a year. But that clockwork cunt was extremely jealous when she found out about that marriage. That's some strong language. I was so happy to see her just wallow in sadness, seeing how happy I was for something she'll never have. But she couldn't let me be happy. Never could. And a week ago, Xander went on one of his raids and he never returned. I received a note from that clockwork butt flap telling me that she mm. was her prisoner and threatening to hurt him if I did anything about it. And she'll give you the, the message that she had gotten from uh, the Clockwork Queen. All my life, she's taken every good thing of mine, and now she's taking my husband. But he is mine. Mine! 
Crow Lord is going to use his insight to see if there's any other things written in this room, and if it matches what's written on what we've been presented. Mmm. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. It's this one. The Crow Lord's mental dice is 13. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yes, you would perceive that from the information that you've gotten that this is extremely truthful. They haven't really hidden anything from you. Uh, the note that you had gotten from Brinley from said Quackwork Queen said written back, Dear Brinley, your husband Xander is no longer yours. I suppose you could call him my prisoner, but don't worry. He is being well taken care of. Stop your stupid acts of sabotage. Stay away from my tower, you bitch, and all will be well. Regards, Torini. He's in the well somewhere. Man, giddy. Nothing gets past you. Your master. That sounded rude, but I was actually—I was complimenting you. <laughs> that didn't like sound it. rude at all. Oh, thank you. I was worried. You think for this a is a sort of sex slave situation or what? Oh, kinky. Uh, p- p- plug your ears, Dame of Dirt. Uh, they will go ahead and plug their ears with their hands. Do you think? Do you think that the Dame of Dirt is being cuckolded? Yeah, do you think that he ran off with her? Do you think it's actual kidnapping? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll work this out. This is totally up. Yeah, sorry. You can unplug your. You're gonna plug your. Oh, oh, hey. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this is totally up our alley. This is something that we uh, are quite good at. In fact, so n- no fear. We are going to get to the bottom of this. I'm gonna lean over to uh, Brash and say, "Cucking." You're good at cucking? What? Is that, is that how that sentence, is that how that grammar went? It's a start, yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. A direct assault on the tower is highly unusual because the Clockwork Queen keeps their tower consistently in motion with the floors and the corridors always moving. But I do know a secret. In the penthouse floor of the tower is a large red emergency shutdown switch that'll halt all mechanical activity there and open the fire escape. If you're able to get to the top penthouse there, rescue Xander, you can hit that button and a straight shot out of the tower will happen without you having to go through all of that insanity again. Huh. If you're able to bring back Xander, I can offer just 1,000 gold. My life savings. Oh, we're not <clears throat> we're not doing this for the gold. We're here Don't for worry. the community. That that is true. Yes. That would be some nice gold though. Uh, don't you make a salary? Salary? Make a salary? I'm sorry, my hearing's not very good. <laughs> Why didn't you start with that? He doesn't have any ears. <laughs> That's true. I have holes. Look. Look at my holes. They're right there, but they're covered with feathers. Can't oh, yeah, hear no. anything. Sure. Yeah, no, we don't. Please, that's save your money, please. We will uh, do our best, and we'll return to you with any news. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Um, I have been preparing for this just in case. Uh, I will have Podrags take you down the tunnels to the tunnel that we had dug out. Quiet, cat. That we have been able to dig out underneath her tower. Uh, Podrags... And the old kobold that was up there from above 
suddenly appears. Don't worry about Podrax here. He doesn't bite. Has no teeth. <laughs> but seriously, he will be able to guide you down through the tunnels that will take you to the Clockwork Tower. He used to accompany me into the tower for the old days, so he knows his ways there. He is remarkably stealthy, although a little slower since the gout took hold. But be careful, some of her infernal devices are designed to detect living creatures. They never could see Podrags, maybe because he's so close to death. <laughs> he doesn't laugh much. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he doesn't talk much, but usually does what they're told. Uh, Podrags, please take these people down shaft C47 and make sure to turn left at L32 before the rapids, of course, and make your way. They'll proceed to rattle off more of a string of instructions. Once finished, they will say, best of luck to you all. And by the way, if you decide to do a little bit of damage to the tower along your way, uh, I shan't mind at all. There might even be a bonus in it for you. <laughs> that clockwork bitch is loaded and cheated me out of everything. So I wouldn't feel guilty to see you liberating anything of value you see lying around. Please uh, shut the door on the way out. As you can see them turn around and you can start to hear a soft uh, sob. This is making me uncomfortable. Let's just go do it. <laughs> yeah, this this is all... This is a government-sanctioned job, right? In the middle of service. Anything is possible. I say we rock and roll. What do you think, Shelley? I mean, for the person being missing, the instructions seem suspiciously specific. Hmm. It's not so much but that I he's mean, missing. So she, kn she knows where he is. She just can't get to him, right? Oh. Yeah. Is there something weird about well, yeah. it? Maybe. I, mean, sure. I wrote down left at L32 so as to avoid the rapids. And that's the one direction that I wrote down. And except Love that band. <laughs> well, Podrags will lead you down uh, the maze of tunnels that you come through. They seem to just serpentine everywhere. At points, you even feel like you're lost. You don't know which way you came through if you were to even want to go back. And eventually, you reach an underground stream with a large canoe pulled onto the bank. And Podrags will point to the canoe for you to jump in. Well, I'll go fast. How, how, how fast of a, a current is that? I can just float behind the boat. Um, it's not too fast at this particular time. Yeah, but Shelly's we are taking a left just before rapids, so it might speed up pretty considerably. Hmm. I think I'd still rather be in the water than in a canoe. Okay. The choice is yours. How big are these, like, tunnels, by the way, that we've been in this whole time? Am I, like, deeply, deeply unhappy with the situation? Or is it, like, big enough that I don't feel claustrophobic? I would say that the circumference is roughly about 10 feet round. Hmm. So for Giddy, Giddy is having to bend down Not quite good. a bit so their horns yeah. don't scratch above the ceiling. Uh Great, this sucks then. Cool. Yeah, in the canoe it is. Well, you all get in the canoe, and you start paddling away. As you start paddling, you will start to notice that the canoe actually has a couple of leaks in it. So someone might have to start bailing out. I take some moss out of my side pouches, and I start plugging the holes. Ooh, love that. You know what, Giddy? You are able to plug the hole so you don't have to bail it out, and you get a point of inspiration. Thank you. I will bail out the water that, you know, sh let us know that there were leaks, but... 
course, of course. Yeah. I'll In doing this, you've also dropped the group check needed for paddling. I need three skill checks for athletics by the group. Okay. Oh. Wait, I'm floating in the water. I don't gotta do shit. Uh, I'm still gonna say you're gonna want to. Alright. From everybody? Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. Athletics? So, athletics for the first time for everybody. 17. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Seven. Oh, damn, three! Yep. Dirty mm-hmm. 20. Four. All right, that's one fail. Second one? 12. Okay. 14. Mm-hmm. Can the Crow Lord... Can the Crow Lord roll survival? <laughs> nope. Oh, dang! I was gonna... I was gonna ask if Shelly can roll survival because I'm floating in the water and not rowing the boat. Uh, I will give Shelly that because, yes, you are floating in the yeah. water. Well, I got 15. a 15. No, a 12. 15. 12? Okay. That is a group pass. One more. 27. Ooh. 13. 12. Right. 5, 7. Oh. That is another group pass. Averaged out. Oh, you're welcome. You will start to paddle along the way. You are able to get past the first set of rapids, narrowly missing them during your first turn. As you continue on further down, the rapids start to actually get faster and faster. It seems as if they are complete. They are very much made up of rapids throughout most of the way. And as you make your way down, you start knocking into some of the walls. Let me see here. Everybody takes four points of bludgeoning damage as you're smacked into the walls. The canoe starts to crack. Luckily, the moss that Giddy put in there is able to hold it together much better um, and not fully start leaking out. As you make your way to the next turn through, you have either left or right. Which way do you want to go? Left. Everybody chooses left? Yeah. Left! All right. You all make a hard left and... The rapids get faster and faster going down, and eventually you splash down into the water, and you see that you're in a larger cavern. You can see above that if you'd gone right, you would have gone over a small waterfall. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Damn, Daniel. Damn. And you arrive to the furnace. The underground river connects to the furnace room. However, there's a padlock rill covering the river's mouth, and you're going to need to have to pick the padlock or break it. Wow. Anybody, anybody do lock picking down here? Um, is that sleight of hand? It's uh, lock picking checks. Well, it's thieves' tools. It's thieves' tools, yeah. Oh, I see. Great. Not. You can perceive if you want as well. I'm going to break it. Smash. Oh, you want to break it? Smash. Sure. Give me a strength roll, please. With guidance? Heck That's yeah. D4, right? Mother Crow blesses you. <clears throat> so that is going to be a 27. A 27? 27. A fucking 27. 27. Uh-huh. God damn it. Strong. I don't even need to do this as a group check then. I Haven. hit it very hard with the pommel of my sword. We're all looking at our bags for, for thieves tools. Yeah, everyone starts, is like, oh, let's see, what do I have? And I just take the fucking pommel of my sword and smash it so fucking hard it opens. 
Yes, this grill is very old and rusty. And Haven, you crack it, breaking the hinges with just one quick snap of your wrist. And it falls down, splashing into the water. Whoa! I would like to be done with this. <clears throat> She's strong. That's her whole thing. It's yeah. literally my only thing. This group gets better every moment. The moss. Now this. Genius. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do. I I do like a hype man. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. fe- I am feeling this. Ooh, pretty fun. Hype it up, baby. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. <laughs> Bad luck. What is it? Bad luck what? I was just saying stuff. It doesn't have to be the Bad Luck Brigade. I did say it. BLB, hype up, baby. Let's go. Dunk em. You enter into this underground furnace and heat blasts you all in the face. A thick layer of steam is beginning to fog up the room as you hear the river beneath you begin to simmer. Cast iron pipes weave all around this rocky enclosure and into the river, and through this haze you can make out a team of strange clockwork creations shoveling coal into a giant furnace. Close behind it is a huge boiler which gurgles and whistles. Can I roll perception to see if they notice us? Uh, sure. You can also roll stealth if people want to be stealthy. Definitely. They didn't hear me bust the door down just now. Apparently not. They don't have ears. Great. Let's be stealthy. I will cast Pass Without Trace on the group. Hype Man's got some utility. Which so we, is yeah, we have 10, right? Or yeah, advantage. Add 10 to your number. Yes, add That's 10. Okay. So 31. Uh, 28. 30, 20. 17. 21. I rolled with okay. disadvantage. 21. Let's fucking go. Well, lucky you all. Because of the steam in this room, it's like the spell Fog Cloud has been cast, making it even more difficult for them to immediately pay attention to you. You are easily able to sneak past six clockwork stokers. At the same time, there are four steam methods that are just lazily drifting along with the steam. And at some points, they seem to almost just whiz right by your head and barely notice you. Gross. (laughs) You get towards the exit, which is at the top wall. There are two buttons next to the door that the control where the door will lead. One leads to the factory. The other leads to the stockade. Right. And I mean, we should go to the stockade, right? Where missing persons may be held. I right, mean, but didn't she say that there was a button in the factory? You said something about the top floor, the penthouse. That's where we got to get to. I'm not sure if the stockade or the factory would lead there. Maybe. What do you all think? DM, what did she say about the button? Where did she say the button was located? Uh, the button is located in the penthouse, which is at the top of okay. the tower. Once you hit that, that'll create an emergency exit, which will come straight back down instead of having to go through all of the clockwork madness over again. Okay. It just literally shuts everything down. Okay. Well, somebody close their eyes and touch one of them. <laughs> I vote the stockade. All right, one for stockade. Two for stockade. Yeah, I'm going to stockade. 
Yeah, let's go, Stockade. Hell right. yeah! You press the button, and the door to the stockade opens up. The sound of the stone walls start to pull apart, and you can hear some of the methods begin to uh, wake out of whatever haze they're in and start to perk up. I push the button more. <laughs> the door, the door is open by now. Oh, let's go. Okay, you all enter inside. The door closes behind you. You walk several feet forward, and you enter into the stockade. You find several barred cages line a wall in this room. One of them, which is occupied by a clockwork humanoid. Against another wall sits a metal container covered in warning labels. What does this bitch have against bards? <laughs> oh, no. This cage was made for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kinky. <laughs> um... Yeah, I want to see what the labels say on the container. Okay. Did, did anyone roll perception, though? Yeah, dirty 20. Sorry. Okay. Giddy, as you enter, you will find a clipboard with a log that lists the prisoners that have come in and out of the brig. Haven, you go to the metal container. Do you want to still try to be stealthy for this humanoid inside not to notice you? I mean... I'm me. I wasn't being stealthy in the first place. I just happened to be slightly dampened by whatever his spell was. So if I'm still in range of him within the 30 feet or whatever, then yeah, I guess. Then as you approach the metal container haven, um, a synthetic voice says, Warding, danger within, do not approach. You can feel heat radiating off of it, and it is hot but not burning to the touch. And what do the labels say? The labels say the exact same thing that the um, thing said inside. Uh, you can see that there is a clockwork lock built on here. So if you have, uh, if anyone is proficient with thieves' tools, you will be able to break into it. Great. None of us are. So I guess, I don't know. We want to talk to this guy? He's locked up, right? He's probably going to be on our side, right? Oh, is, is he, is he a, a person who talks or is that just a warning system? If you want to perceive the humanoid that is inside the cage, anyone who has a 10 or above on your perception can notice that out of all the cages in the room, only one of them is occupied. It contains an actual clockwork guard that repeatedly keeps saying, guard the vault, terminate humans, guard the vault, terminate humans, guard the vault, terminate humans, over and over again. Okay. Don't want to talk to that guy. Does it look like he is prepping to fire at us or anything? It does not look like it is prepping to attack you. The cage is also secured with a lock if you want to try to get inside and take a look. No. no. God, no. Is there a way? Like, is there another way out of here? Or is it just the way we came in? Yes. As you keep looking inside of the area, you do find two more buttons next to the door that the door will lead to. One says the factory and the other says research lab. Do we go deeper down the rabbit hole or the factory? Hmm. That wasn't a loaded question. Really? I, like, I'm not good at stealth. If we're stealthing our way through this whole place, I'm going to fail eventually. It's only a matter of time. But, I don't know, I, frankly, I was just hoping that I was going to bluff my way through here. I was going to go in and say, hey, I'm looking for an artificer and I hear that you're the best. Then we should probably go through the factory. Hmm? It is right. I support whatever decision you choose. Maybe there's like an observation deck from the factory that goes, you know, where there's more up to get from there. That could get us to the penthouse. 
I mean, to to me, I don't. I don't know. It's hard to say because, like, research lab—that's very obviously going to be something that she's going to be interested in, right? So it makes sense that that would keep connecting all the way up to her penthouse. But the question is, do you want anyone in the factory to theoretically sneak your way up to your house, or do you want the convenience of being able to go straight from your house to the factory? Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. I say we try the factory. If you're a good bluff, go for it. The Crow Lord will hype you up. Uh, Several of us are, uh, well, I'm not. I am. I don't, Brash really is kind of the person. But I am, this is, and this is true, I am looking for someone that would make my armor doffing faster. And the last time I asked about that, someone said, you should ask an artificer. They're the person to ask about it. So, so it's, it, we could just, it's like we accidentally walked into the, the back of a, of a store. Right. Basically, uh, we're looking to shop for some armor. Can you help us? <laughs> hey. While we're here. I, well, I have a lot of money and I'm looking for the best. True. But I kind of need you or Shelly to cover the gaps here. Uh, my, yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. I'll give the guidance. Mother Crow will bless you all. Mother oh. Crow will bless you all. Okay. What are you, by the way? What do you, what's your thing? Crows. What do you do exactly? I love them. No, I know. Crows. You're a spellcaster. Mm-hmm. A divine. I'm a druid. A, I see, a natural spellcaster. All right, I'm only like interested a... in crows. It's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing shameful about that. Uh, no, you found your thing and you've stuck to it. And that's, that's uh, admirable. Beaks are just so kissable. I'm sure Mother Crows is like real kissable, like real big. Right. Yeah, that's probably true. To the factory. Right. Yeah. yeah let's go. So we're going to the factory. <laughs> yes. All right. You head into the factory. The doors open with a mechanical noise this time instead of just stone. And you enter through. Once inside, you see two treaded tracks across the entire length of this room. Several clockwork creatures are wielding hammers, drills, cutters, and presses, building parts and assembling various types of clockwork goods. A large clockwork machine crawls slowly along the ceiling. I also didn't think about the fact that all of these creations are not going to be people. And I don't know if you... Can you... I don't know if they understand anything other than directions, which is, oh, there are people, kill them. Only one way to find out. Maybe let's just be chill. Let's just walk our way through and see if we get stopped. Just act confident. And just act confident, but also maybe quiet. They're only holding hammers. You can handle hammers. I have handled a hammer once or twice in my life. Hmm. I mean, pass without trace kind of doubles for pass with confidence. So, I mean, <laughs> what's, what's with me? All right. I mean, yeah, if you all want to pass through uh, quietly, I'm going to need stealth checks. Do you want me to bless one of you? Okay. Blessed by Mother Crow, Haven. And we're still <laughs> pass without a trace, 16. right? 16. How long does pass without a trace last? With plus 10, both of you with plus 10? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, what did you get? 26. Oh, yeah. I got uh, four, 14. 24. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. 24, 34, right? With your pass without a trace, did you add your plus 10 to that? 
Oh, yeah, you're right. Ah. 34. There we go. Did anyone get below an 18? Yes, three yeah. of us. Most of us. Yeah, all but myself and Crow Lord. Look at us. Look at us, Brash. <laughs> <laughs> I got my, I got, yeah, I got my cape on. I got the hood on. No problem. Sneaky boys. Okay. And you start just confidently walking through. And as you start walking through, suddenly all of the clockwork machines will turn and look towards you all. Warning intruders. Automatons attack. The overseer above begins to call out orders and uh, aims at all of you. And you all become, you all begin surrounded by one quadrone and six machinists. Halt, we're, we're seeking audience with the clockwork queen. Okay. I need a persuasion. Oh, the crow blesses you. 27. The overseer will go halt. And all machines will stop attacking. Do you intruders have the prerequisite hall pass? Well, we'd like to we'd like to get this all legally sorted out, but we're obviously not entirely sure how to get there. So maybe you can help us. You will see its giant eye roll into the back of its head, and it'll spin increasingly speeds. Ding! It'll look down upon you. The Clockwork Queen has no guest today. Automatons, destroy! Uh And save the D8. Fuck it all up! The Crow Lord casts! Are you sure? Good, because I wasn't using my accent. Office seems peaceful. Office, office, office seems like there, there might be more people in the office. Yeah, but they're like be, scientists. That's easy. There's gonna be emotional damage in there. As a former pirate, I am going to have to stuff a pocket full of coins. You know what, gang? I'm real stressed. You're stealing! You're, you're stealing my fucking whole idea, damn. And then proceeds to slip inside the floor, and you watch as it goes swirling in between the cogs. Oh shit, go! Right, everybody, go to, the go to the vault, go to the vault, go to the vault, let's go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh!
Party Fish Media. Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.